Hey, Becca, how you doing? All right. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. All right. Here we go. Welcome, indeed. Welcome to the Wicked Awesome Podcast. I am your host, Brother Wicked. And welcome, Father Brian, and welcome, Belle otherwise known as Lady Becca. Thank you for sharing the live show. And hello to you all in the live land. And if you're listening to a published episode after the fact, welcome as well. At this moment, this podcast has 1,999 downloads. So I will hit 2,000 if you're the person who is the 2,000th downloader. Uh, Congrats and thank you. Thank you all who have listened since I've started. Love you all. It's awesome. It's good stuff right there. All right. Uh, What the hell am I talking about today anyway? Let's see. This week's live show will focus on online dating stories. Oh, boy. Wicked. Some will be romantic, others will be funny, and a few will just be plain weird. Also, I'll provide observations over the last few days. Rounding third, Eric and I pulled an airplane. Oh, yeah, I'm going to be talking about that. We pulled an airplane. We did, we did, we did. Welcome, SBM, Son of Grace. Uh, If you've never been here before, uh, please feel free to listen. Add your thoughts as I move along. Maisie enters the live studio. Welcome, uh, Maisie. Uh, So going back to, let's see, last Wednesday. uh, I didn't publish last Tuesday's show. Some of you may have noticed. Um, And the reason why is it got a little too personal with me about what I do uh, for a living. And um, I... As many of you know, I'm pretty protective of my private life, so I was fine talking about it in a live show, honestly, but uh, the more I thought about publishing it, I'm like, yeah, I'll just let this one go. So if you're part of the live audience, uh, that's one of the benefits of listening to this show live. You never miss a dull moment. Uh, This show I will publish, and I'm going to keep this one relatively clean. Relatively clean. I am. I am. And I won't get too personal. I, I promise. I promise. Uh, Father Brian says, we didn't publish last night's. Yeah, every once in a while, you just get into a show where you just uh, decide not to. And you know what? It's okay. It's okay. I delete a lot of the published shows after a while. I always try to keep around 25 uh, for people to choose from. But every once in a while, I just look at the statistics. Okay, very few people are going to listen to these. They've maxed out, you know. And I want to just keep room for new content, blah, 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 blah. There we go. Yeah, some stuff is only for the live fans, and and that's just the way it is. Exactly. I do welcome Father Brian and Lady Rebecca's show back. They had a hiatus while Lady Rebecca was recovering from oral surgery. But Planet ADHD is back up and running. You can listen to them Sunday through Thursday on the Podbean at 10 o'clock Eastern time, and it'd be 9 o'clock their time because they're out in Illinois. They're an hour behind us, which some people call that uh, 
God's time zone, I guess, which uh, that's fine. That's fine. You're very welcome, Father Bryant. All right. So going back to last Wednesday, we had trivia and Team Ass Magic finished third. We didn't do so well. We won the week before, but we didn't do so well last week. The uh, secret category last week was uh, emergency room nurses, and we could have done better in that category. Uh, We know these beforehand. Uh, He gives us hints on the face thing, and uh, we studied up, but... We didn't really study enough, so we were on a, out of our game last week, but hey, that's okay. Moving on to Saturday, that's when Eric and I drove down to Portland, Maine, pouring rain on the trip down there, to pull an airplane with a rounding third. It was interesting to see uh, this uh, whole process play out. We pulled a FedEx plane with this tug-a-rope type rope, uh, 20 feet. And 20 people on a team, you had to have 20 people on your team to pull the FedEx plane. It was a 757, 20 feet, and it was timed. It was timed. Uh, The strategy we had was that the guy on the end, who was the strongest and weighed the most, would tighten the rope. So get all the tension out of this. uh, No, no, that's not true. Put as much tension in the rope as possible, right? Get the slack out of the rope. That's what it was. And then we would all grab on, and then we pulled it 20 feet. And the whole thing goes quick. I mean, it's it's tenths of the seconds between teams that decides this thing. So it's, uh, it's around six seconds, and some went a little bit less. Speaking of which, Rounding Third just texted me. He'll be in the live room in a few minutes. Hey, Lady Me, how are you? And she'll be part of the story here in a minute. 25 teams. There are 25 teams pulling uh, an airplane. Uh, Pretty impressive. So 25 teams of 20 people each. Each team had to raise, each team member had to raise $100 minimum. So you do the math on that. 25 teams of 20, 20 people on each team raising $100 minimum. So that is $2,000 a team times 25. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. That's like uh, $50,000 per team uh, I mean, not per team, uh, $50,000 that was raised uh, just uh, minimum, minimum. So it had to have been quite a bit more than that because I know uh, a lot of team members raised as much as uh, maybe $1,000 uh, each. Uh, so, and the money went to the Travels Mills Foundation, which uh, you should look up. It uh, deals with uh, veterans, uh, uh, amputees. Uh, primarily, and uh, it's uh, quite the charity. And Travis Mills, who lost all four of his limbs overseas, uh, is uh, was there and, you know, full of personality, funny guy, and just does as much as he can in his life to raise money for this foundation. Very admirable. 
So I uh, Portland, Maine is about an hour and a half, uh, maybe a little bit more from where I live. I met Eric in the city of Augusta. And from Augusta, we probably made it in about 45 minutes. And I got to listen to his uh, conservative tirades on the way down. And I was good. I just listened. I just listened. And if Eric is on the show, he can tell you that. Then uh, I just uh, listened. Welcome, Blunt Ninja. If I haven't said hello to you yet. I see BT Mama entered and came and uh, all that. Uh, we finished, I believe we ended up finishing about 13th. Uh, and I, if we would have talked about it, uh, if we told, I don't know. It's one of those things that strategy plays a lot into it. It's not just about strength. I was very, very, very glad to see a near all women's team was in the top five. Um, I was very happy to uh, see that. It does get a little competitive, but it's all in good fun. And whoever thought of pulling an airplane for charity, uh, genius. Why not? Instead of doing like a golfing tournament or like a 5K race or, you know, let's pull an airplane. Why the heck not? Yeah. So now I should say this, too. There was somebody who is a regular on this show that was there as well that traveled a long distance uh, to see the plane pull. And that was uh, Lady Me. I got to meet Lady Me in person. I was blown away that she actually, I I think at the last show, there was uh, some hints that she might be there. And I'm like, nah, she wouldn't fly in from Los Angeles to this. And she did. And I was like, oh my God, it was so great to meet Lady Me and spend a little bit of time with her and uh yeah it's great lady me made it to our time zone which is uh incredible and she seemed to really enjoy uh maine as well and it is it's a truly a special place yeah yeah exactly uh yeah and i think it's be kind of cool if uh with events like this i get to meet all of you people that are regulars on the show at some point you know whether there be like a some sort of uh, all-you-can-eat uh, deep dish pizza in Illinois somewhere. Yeah, I'll come to that and meet uh, Father Brian, Lady Rebecca. Maybe I'll make it to L.A. and uh, meet uh, Lady Me. You know, wherever, man. We're we're all over the place. And speaking of the devil, there he is right there. Hey, hey, rounding third. All right, we're just talking about the plane pole, rounding third exactly yeah fun stuff there uh uh now interesting okay i'm reading an email that's interesting to me i shouldn't be doing that while i while i'm doing my podcast goodness sake one story eric told on the way down that i had forgotten about eric uh when we were in high school uh his uh, family had a donkey by the name of ike Ike was a small donkey, and uh, Ike was nicknamed the five-legged donkey, and there was a reason for that. And somehow I had forgotten about that donkey, and I don't. And then after he told it, I'm like, "Wait a second! I remember that donkey. How can you forget a donkey that has five legs?" And I'm telling you, one day Eric and a couple guys skipped school because Eric told this story to these two guys about this five-legged. Donkey, and they're like, "No!" 
that's not true. I mean, that can't be true. And so uh, anyway, they skip school one day and they're kind of looking at this donkey, this this little donkey that you could probably fit in your car. And I shit you not when I say that. And they're waiting around. They're like, hey, yeah, nah, he's only got four legs there. He's a four-legged donkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they start walking away. Then before you know it, they're kind of flapping in the breeze. Comes out the fifth leg. And those guys are like, whoa, you are kidding. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You weren't there for that one, Rodney Third. That was a couple other guys, exactly. All right. Um, also, so I get home Saturday and I finished watching the series on Netflix. Made. Uh, if you haven't seen that, it's a good, it's a good watch. It's uh, based on a true story. It involves domestic abuse, and Andy McDowell is in it. Remember Andy McDowell from like Groundhog Day and. Uh, sex lies and videotape she's in it and is amazing and also her daughter is the is the lead and i can't remember the young lady's name and i feel bad about that she did a really good job too but annie mcdowell was amazing in this and she'll probably get uh nominated for an emmy it was that good yeah lady me says she saw it too yeah it is really really good uh so i recommend that highly uh please watch it uh, Sunday morning, I woke up, it was raining, and I was supposed to do Zumba in the morning, uh, but it's raining, so we couldn't do it. So my Zumba sensei uh, texted me and said, hey, why don't we do a Zoom session? And I'm like, yeah, all right, we'll do a Zoom session. And uh, that's this is where my Zumba sensei is so cool. So we do a Zoom session, and I'm doing, I'm practicing my routine. She's giving me pointers. Then at the end, uh uh, she's like, uh, you know what, that that warm-up that you do, there's this warm-up I do that I'm supposed to be stepping backwards where I'm thrusting my chest in and out, and it's, it's hard to do because every time I start thrusting my chest, I start doing a backwards bunny hop. It's hard to step to it. So what we decided is don't forget about the th- chest thrusting. Just focus on the stepping backwards, she says, because that bunny hop looks weird. She said that, too. She says, that bunny hop, and then she laughed, of course, and I'm like, all right, that's good. That's good. Uh, so so anyway, I'm working on that. So uh, that was good. Got in a really good Zumba session. I visited with my son for a while uh, that day, and uh, he made me a quesadilla with a homemade guacamole. That was really, really good. That was really good. I got up Sunday and played a double hitter. Oh, yeah, you traveled to... Uh, rounding third went to New Hampshire, played a doubleheader his last one of the year with his old timey baseball team. They they're really old timey. They play with wooden bats and no gloves. I mean, that's gonna hurt. I mean, I mean, I bet he. I bet. I mean, cold. I mean, it's cold enough that. Geez, that's gonna hurt. What happened to your lady friend? Did I have a lady friend? Oh, I do have a lady friend. Yeah, yeah. Um. I'll mention her in a minute, actually. Uh, yeah, lady friend. I had a date. Did I have a date this weekend? Oh, no, I didn't have a date this weekend. Um, I decided not to because on uh, Sunday it rained, and uh, 
and uh, so we we postponed the, our uh, getting uh, together, and we'll talk about dating here in a minute. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, L rounding third. I am not gonna read that. That is really, really naughty. And as I said at this show. Uh, this show is going to be clean, so anything naughty that shows up in the chitty chat room shall not be read. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, uh, so I, uh, anyway, no date this weekend. So then um, I'm playing around, uh, I'm like, yeah, the Patriots and Cowboys play. Um, uh, uh, on, this is on Sunday. So I'm like, all right, so I'll, uh, I don't have a, a streaming TV service. So I'm like, all right, I'll just uh, listen to them on the radio. I don't have a radio in the house. And I'm like, all right, that's no big deal. I'll put on uh, this radio station on my streaming. So I'm listening to the Patriots pregame, blah, blah, blah. It play and it goes through a couple plays and it switches over to like some national radio thing. And I'm like, what the hell? Come to find out there's a national football league rule that, Football games cannot be streamed. Cannot be streamed. Yeah, the radio streams of games cannot be streamed online. Why is that a rule? You can listen to it on your regular radio, but you can't stream it. And I'm like, you freaking wankers. So after I got mad at that, I'm like, all right, how can I watch this damn game? Because I want, you know, I'm by myself in my apartment. How can I watch this damn game? Come to find out if you have a subscription to Paramount Plus, you can stream your local football games. And I'm like, all right, another freaking streaming service, blah, blah, blah. Seven-day free trial, then you pay like $5 a month. So I'm like, all right, all right, I'll do this damn thing. So I get it on. And anyway, I watched the Patriots-Dallas game, and holy cow, what a game it was. Patriots lost, but and they deserve to. Quite frankly, it was an overtime game. But anyway, I'm like, all right, so if I have Paramount Plus now, what the hell can I uh, watch on this? And what do I see? Oh, I see that they have a quiet place. They have a quiet place and a quiet place, too. I haven't seen either movie, and uh, a very dear friend of mine said, oh, you have to watch these movies. They're so, 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 so good. And I'm like, all right. So I watched A Quiet Place, and holy cow, she wasn't kidding. That movie's incredible. And I haven't seen A Quiet Place 2 yet because I'm going to watch it with my son on Friday. It's become like a thing that we do is we eat unhealthy food on Fridays and we uh, watch a movie. So we're going to watch A Quiet Place 2 on uh, Friday. So, yeah. Uh, I was watching Rounding Third sliding home oh god i mean that just pains me uh to think about that at our age should we be sliding into any bases at 50 years old should we that seems painful oh man okay let me scroll back up see what i missed here yeah rounding third still gonna type in his uh naughtiness and i i agree hey one benefit of the live show is you can type in naughty stuff. It's uh, Luckily, it's my choice if I read it or not, but I'll appreciate it, and I'll laugh at it. Uh, what he put in there was funny, but and it's just like if you're listening to the live shows, you can see this. Uh, 
Father Brian says, I'm restraining myself linguistically. Father Brian is, is very good on this show, I must say. He, he really is. Uh, let me uh, scroll it back up. Okay. Damn Biden. Oh, well, we, you, you rounding third saying damn Biden on here. Yeah, I get to hear that on uh, the way to and fro Portland the other day from Augusta. All the, all, and that was good. That was good. Oh, yeah, it's going to hurt that sliding home. Uh, you should see my forearm rounding third said, yeah, it's probably all like scratch. You probably have like a, a burn, like a ground burn from your elbow to your wrist. I can imagine. And oof, God. Yeah, we shouldn't be sliding. We're too old to be doing that stuff. All right. Paramount Plus is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, then uh, some other. It's yellow and green. Ooh, yeah. It's not good when body parts start turning yellow and green. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I hope that that, uh, that gets better for you. As I drink my regular water. All right. Uh, so what else is that's good? Uh, okay, so yeah, so I'm gonna start talking about. I uh, one person on the Twitter feed shared a a story about uh, online dating, and I, I I'll read it if I can find the damn thing. Can you guys hear me? Okay, I'm just uh, talking away from the microphone there for a minute. One of these days, I'll get a high tech microphone with all kinds of buttons and uh and a, like a, a touch screen and uh and not only is it a microphone uh, it'll also uh, give me a back massage and order groceries for me uh, or something okay uh let's see okay here we go what do we got this is from naptime nancy drew podcast uh, this, uh, like almost all people on Twitter, I don't know who this is, but uh, she has a podcast and someday I'll listen to it. Okay, this is a good story. Here we go. My husband and I met on a popular paid subscription dating website. We're both shy people, but before our first day th date, we were both super hungover. Both our best friends had to convince us to even go on the date because we were both going to cancel. By the end of the awkward night, he gave me some back pat half hug thing and said we should do this again sometime. Never thought I'd see that guy again. So I was pretty shocked when he asked me out on a second date. As we walked to the theater on our second date, I said, I'm doing this as I loop my arm around his. His shoulders instantly relax. We've been together ever since. That's a sweet story. I like that. Thank you, Nancy. Uh, Naptime Nancy Drew podcast for that. Uh, I uh, totally, yeah, that was good to share. So in my research for tonight's show, I came upon a podcast. I actually shared it with uh, Rounding Third uh, today. And the name of the podcast is The F Boys. Now, the F, they actually say the real word. And uh, it's uh, advice on 
dating, sex and dating. So I listened to an episode yesterday and two guys and right away I can tell they're Canadian. They don't even have to mention they're Canadian. I can just tell. I can just tell. And the one way you can tell a Canadian, uh, you can tell if they're Canadian or not if on a podcast, is how they pronounce their O's. Uh, when they say about, they go about. When they say uh, they're going to take uh, somebody out for dinner, you take them out for dinner. Uh, it's very crazy. So right away, I know they're Canadian. So I'm thinking to myself, because they're actually giving advice, and I'm like, who the hell are these two Canadians to give people advice on sex and dating? And But then I find myself actually listening to it, because what they're saying and what they're reading is pretty interesting. People will come in with questions, and it looks like their primary platform for questions and stories that people share with them is Reddit, which made me think, huh. If I'm trying to get stories from people, just any stories on any topic, which I often do, uh, maybe Reddit uh, could be an avenue. But as I'm preparing for this show, I, you know, I'm realizing, and I should have realized before I did the research, that there's many of these shows out there that deal with this on a weekly, biweekly basis you know, dating advice or dating stories, funny dating stories, or just weird dating stories. Uh, uh, Wicked Awesome uh, says, uh, round the third, you still have questions about sex? Well, I do. Of course I do. I mean, it's just like, it's, yeah. I mean, every once in a while, I'll hear, I'll hear stories uh, of what uh, people experience, uh, what people are into, fetishes, uh, that type of thing. Uh, yeah, I have a lot of questions about it. Um, you know, uh, every once in a while, I wonder uh, about the experiences I have had. I still wonder, you know, is this something that I was ever good at? <laughs> uh, it's been a while. Is this something that I could still do? Uh, is this something that I could have the energy like I, I used to have in my uh, 20s? Uh, I do wonder these things because it's uh, it's been some time. And I will say this, it's not as important to me as it used to be. And that might be an age thing. Uh, uh, <laughs> rounding third goes, yes, yes, you can. Trust me. Yeah, good, good. Uh, Mistress, whatever the F her name is, uh, Wicked Awesome. Uh, I've seen your Zumba. You'll do just fine. Well, thank you, Father Brian. Yeah. Yeah. Zumba keeps uh, the hips kind of, uh, uh, at least I know I'm not going to throw out a hip uh, uh, when it comes to uh, uh, intimacy, physical intimacy, uh, that is. But speaking of intimacy, a lot of, there's a lot of intimacy talk with this F-Boy show, which did intrigue me because they are right. Um, I mean, it's stating the obvious. It's just like intimacy has to be there for it to be even remotely good. Otherwise, you're just going through motions, you're animals, and then you just feel kind of gross afterwards. But I mean, intimacy is 
important uh, with this act for it to be good. And everyone gets that. And I mean, everyone likes the the cuddling thing, the playing with the kissing and uh, that kind of stuff. I mean, we like that. I mean, everybody likes that. I mean, everybody wants some form of intimacy. It's just some people desire different types of intimacy. Some people desire more intimacy. But I mean, unless you're a total sociopath, I mean, you want a certain amount of intimacy and how that is uh, defined is somewhat up to the individual i guess i mean how would you define intimacy i mean i would define it just as closeness i mean just being really into the person hanging on to every word they're saying and just wanting to be with that person and just having just that emotional uh, connection if you will. Where are you kissing? Asking for a friend. <laughs> well, I mean, it depends on, you know, the closeness to uh, you feel with somebody. Uh, and here I am. Am I giving dating advice? Jeez, who the hell am I to give dating advice? What am I, Canadian? Jesus, what is going on? Well, anyway, they had an interesting start to a show. Uh, uh, excuse me. They had an interesting start to one of their shows that I listened to yesterday. But uh, so this woman writes in about a dating experience that she had. And what I can't remember is if she was asking for advice on whether or not she should see the guy again. I believe she, thinking back on it, I believe what she was looking for was just some sort of what's the word I want to use? Reinforcement. Uh, that she was actually feeling the right thing about this guy, and she was. So what it was, they meet on Tinder, right? And so, and he's like, and has this thing, this scale about, he only dates girls that are 8 through 10. And she says that she believes she's about a 9. And he's going through her Tinder, and he's like, eh, no, 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 I don't think so. I think you're probably more like an eight. So right away, you can kind of tell the guy's a bit of a dink. So they agree to meet, and he's like, okay, we're going to meet at this really nice place, so please, if you don't mind, can you dress nice? Again, that's like strike number two, like big-time dink right there. Yeah. Yeah, lady me, uh, dank. I know that's a main term. Uh, us, uh, we Mainers know what that word means. And uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, when I went to college and a few people uh, I met were from out of Maine, I used that word. They looked at me like I was nuts. And for years, I didn't use that word because I lived elsewhere. Then I moved back to the area that I live in now and I started hearing it again. And I'm like, dank. What a great word. Ah, excuse me. Okay. So anyway, is Tinder really just a place to find uh, to to meet and hook up with people? I just think of Tinder as like a uh, like a 20, 30 something uh uh, uh dating app. I think with somebody my age, you have to use something different. You have to use like match.com, Zoo Score, eHarmony. Uh, there's like apps out there or silver, silver singles. That's one. It's like, oh, God, geez. 
AARP singles. Here we go. Uh, if they don't have that, they should. Uh, so anyway, they meet at this nice restaurant. She's dressed up very, very nice. And he shows up like in jeans, sneakers, T-shirt with a flannel shirt over it. And he's kind of chunky himself. So he's like making judgments on how she looks and how he only dates women that are eight to 10. And he's not physically in that mode at all. So that's like strike number three and four right there. So anyway, they sit down, they start eating, they start talking, and actually the conversation goes pretty, pretty wells. Yeah, they went to Wendy's rounding third. <laughs> right. Four strikes. Yeah, it's a thing. I mean, she's giving this guy way too many chances already. So they start talking, and uh, it's going well. And then she starts, you know, getting a little personal. Hey, at one point I had an eating disorder. I was so, you know, concerned about how I looked that I had an eating disorder. So through therapy and just a lot of encouragement, I feel better about myself. I eat healthy. I exercise. And I just feel really good. And he's like, well, you know, you're not a 10. Like I said, you're an 8. If you want to be a 10, you need to look like uh, this woman right here. He pulls out his phone, shows a picture to her of a nude girl that he knows that he claims is a 10. Okay, that's like strike number five and six right there. And, you know, from there on, she says goodbye and they she never sees the guy again. But who the hell does that on a first date? Pulls out your phone and you show a naked picture of somebody it's like boo uh yeah so the dudes of four best and only double on eight and up that sack on this guy exactly i mean it's just like yeah so what a jerk and the fact that she dated him in the first place is like why the guy why why that, that that that's the question i always ask like you know there should have been there are some red flags before you even met Obviously, she shouldn't have felt bad <clears throat> um, about any of that because she was justified. In fact, she gave him too many chances, if you ask me. Uh, welcome, Wayne Stokes, to the live show in the Wicked Awesome podcast. And then they go on on the same episode to talk about uh, this girl, that woman, I'm sorry, uh, that went on a date with this guy at a bar. And what does he do? They're getting along and they're like, hey, Want to see a picture of my ex-girlfriend? Takes out his phone. The picture is of a nude woman wearing high heels sitting on a stool with her legs crossed. So you can't see, like, body parts or whatever else, but you can tell that she is naked. So needless to say, uh, uh, she, didn't ask, uh, she didn't go on a second date with this guy. But, I mean, who does that on a first date? I mean, or who does that on any date? I mean, who who out there wants to see a naked or partial naked picture of an ex-girlfriend at, at any point in a relationship? Uh, that's just uh, some weird, weird, wild, wacky stuff there. All right. Okay. Welcome's God's favorite. Now, that's a pretty bold name you have there. All right. 
Um, I'll say this. I'm not going to talk about my dating experiences because I think I've talked about online dating before. Uh, and I'm human. I think I even said on this podcast a couple of times, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do online dating anymore. I'm anymore. And okay. Truth be told, I am doing online dating again because I'm human and it's just like, all right. Okay. And I don't know if I'm being hypocritical or whatever else, but I'm doing it. Uh, so Anywho, uh, one of the, I've had experiences with online dating where women just haven't shown up. We text, blah, 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 blah. One time I'm at a coffee shop and uh, I actually, she made, she gave me her number and she wanted to talk to me on the phone and I talked to her on the phone and all kinds of things were going on. Like uh, the dogs were barking, then one of the dogs got away and she kept on oh can you hold on a second oh uh, can you hold on a second uh, so uh, and anyway it's just like i could tell she was just very scattered and i'm like well let's meet at this coffee shop which was 45 minutes away so i go there and i know this place has good coffee so i sit there i'm drinking coffee and i'm thinking to myself this isn't going to be a bad thing if this particular person doesn't show up and thank god i didn't get set up at the airport lady me said yeah absolutely right and um anyway this woman did not show up i texted her a couple times no response i got i guess they call that ghosting right when you don't get a response back didn't call her i'm just like "Eh, okay and then i went to the record store and uh then i went home so it wasn't a lost trip and i wasn't upset uh another time I was texting with this woman and we shared like Snapchat. We played around on Snapchat quite a bit, shared our names, social media accounts, and even talked on the phone a few times. And conversations even got a little naughty, just a little, just a tad naughty, not a lot naughty, just a tad, just, 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 just a little naughty. Yeah. And, um, you know, I didn't talk to her about my, uh, uh, my, uh, my, uh, what do I want to say uh, about my tendency to wear women's clothing while, uh, being, uh, spanked with a leather whip. We didn't get it. It wasn't that naughty, uh, type of thing, but it, anyway, I'll stop talking. Jeez. See, when I start to talk uh, a little naughty, I stutter, I stutter. Yeah. And, uh, so anyway, we make plans to meet like some Sunday morning, 45 minutes away because she lives an hour and a half away so i'm like okay well let's just meet somewhere in the middle and so she agrees and um anyway i text in the morning and i sense already something is a little weird uh like she's having some trepidations and i'm like so i text her early in the morning and i'm like are you sure are you sure and i wasn't too pushy she's just like oh yeah 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 and i'm like all right so we'll meet so I drive all the way and she knows that she's called me before. She can just call me in the car, uh, but she doesn't. She knows I'm probably not going to be checking my text messages as I'm driving. I show up 10 minutes before I arrive. She texts. I get a text. I am sorry. I will not be able to meet today because I have a business opportunity that I can't turn down. 
This is on a Sunday. What kind of person has a business opportunity that they absolutely have to do at 11 or 10, I think it was 1030 on a Sunday morning. I said, okay. And then I blocked her from my phone, blocked her from all my social media and the dating app I was on at the time because I felt like I was played and lied to and I didn't like that. So that was it. That was it. And she had a penis rounding towards it. I never found out. I was never able to find out. Yeah. Uh, catfishing is real. What the heck is catfishing? That must be some sort of dating term. Uh, catfishing. Oh, they try to reel you in, and then they don't show up because they're just... Uh, 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 yeah, I did read that one. That was pretty moderate. That was PG-13, rounding third, so I can read that one. That one's okay. Uh, they lie about who they are. Yeah, I don't think she did. I don't think she did because I we became, I was Facebook friends with her during this time. And um, so I, I, believe, I believe she was uh, the real deal. But um, there are some of these dating apps have a lot of fake sites on them. Uh, I have discovered uh, plenty of fish is one of them. You want to talk about a hookup site? Plenty of fish appears to be one of those, and there are a lot of uh, fake ads on there as well. Uh, they try to get your phone number and that type of uh, thing. Yeah. Uh, so, and then on this uh, same podcast, the F Boys podcast, they're talking about uh, what happened. Oh, on the previous podcast. There was also a story about a woman and this guy they met online. They started dating, started getting uh, real, almost kind of serious. And then they go on in a final date where he says this, okay, we're going to be serious now. All right. Well, what I'm going to need you to do is this. I'm going to need you to not have any male friends, uh, delete all your social media accounts, and you're going to have to quit your job because I make enough money and uh, you won't have to work. And she said, rightly so. See you later. It's like, yeah, that's like a red flag, red flag, red flag, abusive relationship coming up. So uh, so she got out of that one. That was interesting. What kind of audacity? That's, that's, you got to have a lot of audacity to do something like that. Yeah. Okay. So rounding third, we'll still be friends, but you're going to delete all of your social media accounts. You're going to stop playing that silly old time baseball thing. And uh, you can't have any friends at all, uh, male or female. And, uh, and uh, yeah, there you go. There you go. Make sure they don't ask for $21,000 either. Uh, I don't really have any friends running there, so no big deal. Also, he doesn't have social media either. Other than uh, uh, other than Instagram, he sends me golf reels. Uh, as long as you love me, Wicked. See, yeah, see, that's all you need. As long as I, yeah, I, I have a lot of love to spread. So absolutely, yeah. Uh, so then the last story I'll tell about uh, this website was an episode I listened to today. Uh, about a woman who, so this is interesting. She starts dating this guy, uh, and they see each other for three weeks. 
she has an ex-boyfriend that she's still friends with. He has an ex-girlfriend that he's still friends with, and they're both okay with that. No big deal. After three weeks, they sleep together. They're all lovey-dovey intimacy, like uh, Commodore's Still, that song uh playing in the background you know you you can get the idea candlelight you know just like uh playing with our hair you know oh this is so wonderful oh, this, oh, it's so good blah 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 you, you get it right okay so then he goes away the next day it's a saturday with his friends to the beach and what does he do his ex-girlfriend's there and on sunday he posts a picture on his instagram account of himself and his ex-girlfriend uh uh, together so her question to these uh, two canadian uh dating advice guys <laughs> it's funny saying that uh, uh the question is should she be upset about that or better yet uh, should or different yet or whatever uh should she confront him about it should she tell this guy that she's been seeing for three weeks that she just made a passionate love to that this bothers her uh and i thought to myself well what would i do in that situation i know it would bother me but would i let it go for now and just see where the relationship continued to go or would i bring it up just kind of casually like you know, I saw that picture of you with your uh, girlfriend. It, it kind of bothered me a little bit. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think a lot of times I think honesty is the best way to go. Uh, I'm at the point now, if I'm not interested in seeing a woman on a second date, I do let her know. I just said, uh, you know, I'm sorry. It was nice meeting you. You seem like a lovely person, but I'm going to um, uh, date uh, uh, or explore further options. No, I, I don't say explore further. It's not like it's a job interview or you're turning down a job applicant. I, I, what, do I, what did I say the last time? I said, I think I said that um, I'm going to... Uh, explore i think i did say i think i'm going to explore uh other possibilities or something I, I i mean i was very polite about it and she was polite back you know good luck on your adventures and i said yes yeah, same to you so i mean honesty is the best thing it's rude to ghost somebody i mean unless they're rude to you and you block them i mean that's understandable but if the person is nice and you're just not interested the honesty is the best way to go uh no question yeah it is, Father Brian. It's absolutely like a job interview, and it's the same feeling I have. It's like I don't get nervous when I go into job interviews, and I don't get nervous on first dates anymore. It's just like, I mean, I know going into a job interview, especially one that's competitive, that it's likely that I won't get the job. Or maybe that's a little too negative. It's uh, a possibility that I won't get the job. And if they hire somebody else i don't even ask why anymore it's just like oh okay they didn't feel something that uh i thought it was a good fit maybe but they didn't feel it so so be it and it's the same thing with dating uh you can be compatible you can think you're compatible with somebody but if they're not feeling it 
You can't force the issue. I mean, you can't change somebody's feelings. You can't control feelings and you can't justify them there. It's not rational. A lot of this stuff is just not rational. If you spend time overthinking it, you're going to drive yourself mad. We've all done it. We've all done it at one time or another. Um, but I tell you what, I am at an age where, nope, no, I'm done. I'm done with that type of stuff. I don't have the energy for it. I don't have the energy to overthink it. So, yeah, you go into dates, first dates, as if it's like you're interviewing for a job. I mean, you're genuine, much like you'd be in a job interview. But if it seems right, then you keep it going until it doesn't seem right. But if it doesn't seem right, pretty much right off the bat, then, you know, there's no sense in pursuing it. Uh, Shadow says, I left my old job because of my ex-wife. I actually worked with my ex-wife for two years. We were still married. It was towards the end of our marriage. But uh, my ex-wife and I, while we were married, did work together for two years, and it was fine. We actually worked together pretty well, uh, which is interesting. And actually, if we still did work together, we'd probably be fine. Uh, But I have seen couples that have worked together that have pretty much split because of that dynamic, especially if you own a business together, like uh, a, re- a restaurant. Jeez, I saw two couple. I saw a couple go at it physically, like fight back in high school. Oh, it's like bad owning a restaurant. I felt bad for both of those people. Oh, it was awful. It was awful. Um, yeah. So anyway, I am a judgmental son of a mm, when it comes to uh dating and dating apps i am i am i can be a complete total jerk i'm picky i'm picky and it's not so much looks and i mean yes you have to be physically attracted to someone i'm not like the guy that is like oh i only date eight to tens blah 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 it's just like who, uh, who the hell am i to say that who the hell am i to say that but i mean i do physical attraction is a must and if I would say that's true for everyone. Everyone has a type. Uh, When it comes to that, I don't know if I have a type or not other than, uh, wow, she's good looking. Uh, When it comes to the emotional stuff, when it comes to compatibility, I certainly have a type. I certainly do. And that's where I can get really, really nitpicky about things. And... Uh, I have to work on that. Let's see. What did I get? Can you switch? Yeah, I can do that. I think I can. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm responding to rounding 30. Just sent me a text. I think I can. I think I can. Uh, let's do that. I'm sorry. This makes, uh, breathing is that a type of thing (laughs) as long as they're breathing i'll date them uh absolutely uh what am i doing here what am i doing okay there we go okay there we go okay i'm good i just had to do a technical thing there people so i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah no they have to be more than breathing but 
You're welcome. This is uh, one thing that is a red flag for me. So when people mention their taste in music and they say they listen to country music, I'm typically like, oh, it's not instant like it used to be. And this is where I'm kind of a dank. And why people listen, listen to those of you Generation Xers out there. I remember being in high school thinking, I'm never going to listen to country music. And damn it, my friends aren't going to either. I mean, come on, we're not going to listen to the parents to, to, to this music that our parents listen to. It's just like, okay. And I go into college, nobody listens to that garbage, whatever else. So when I look at a dating app, and the first thing that comes up is, uh, for music, t- musical taste is country. I'm like, oh, uh, really, really? But I'm getting to the point now that, okay, I can date someone who listens to country music. However, I really can't have it played around me. And I know that makes me kind of a dank. But on the flip side of that, if somebody, if I have a, if I listen to something that they don't like, I wouldn't listen to it around them either. Okay. I asked somebody one time who said that they like concerts. I asked, name one artist that you would like to see that you have never seen before in concert one artist that you've never seen in concert that you'd like to see her response was garth brooks and i'm like oh my god you gotta be kidding it's like you didn't say like pearl jam you didn't say you two you didn't say the grateful dead you didn't say like i don't know rem you you said garth brooks it's like oh Really? Uh, Shadow says, I'd love to see Three Doors Down. And it's just like, that would even be acceptable. Uh, Now, if someone said Nickelback, uh, I'd be like, really? Really? Oh, my goodness. Oh, goodness. Uh, uh. Now, let's see. (laughs) Rounding third. I'm not going to read that rounding third. Okay. You know, it's just they have to have more than a heartbeat and uh, those other things you mentioned. Goodness me. It's like, jeez. All right. Uh, Yeah, so country music, that is one thing. That is one tiny little red flag, but I can get around that now. I I, I can honestly get around that uh, now. Now, if someone says they are vegan, I can get around that. If someone says they're gluten-free, I can get around that. If someone says they're vegan and gluten-free, that would be hard for me because I'm automatically thinking eating disorder. Uh, Yeah, I have known of women that have gone that route and they they have eating disorders. They have uh, eating disorders. You just got kicked out of the house. You're sleeping in the shed, says Rounding Third. Yeah, I'm a Boston fan, too. Go Red Sox. What's the score of the game? I think somebody 
Yeah, the Red Sox are playing Houston tonight. Somebody just said it. I think I just saw five to five. Two to one. Are the Red Sox winning? Yes. Oh, good, good. Awesome. Go Sox. I have trouble trusting anyone that doesn't eat meat. I don't mind if you don't eat meat. Um, I don't mind if you're vegan. I mean, if you're legitimately gluten-free, you know, all the power to you. But it's like if you're all of a sudden you're vegan and gluten-free, it's just like, okay, basically you don't eat. You don't eat. You eat like celery and popcorn, and that's your diet. And that's not good. Yeah. I mean, I do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I do prefer if, if somebody does some form of exercise just because uh, I like to be active. I just like to be, I, I think hiking and walking is a great conversation starter. So, I mean, I remember one time, and uh, this is a working, this is a workshop at the beginning of the school year. A bunch of teachers and myself uh, were dropped off at the end end of this walking path that was a mile long. So the bus dropped us off and said, okay, we're going to meet you at the other end. Beautiful, beautiful day, late August. And I was walking with two guys. One of the guys was 24 years old. And this is a relatively flat walking path, if I hadn't said that already. The other guy was in his 40s, but both guys were sweating and short of breath after walking a mile. And I'm like, wow. Wow. I mean, and if people have legitimate health issues out there that are listening, that have trouble doing that, um, but, you know, I, I, I apologize. I truly do. But uh, these guys just don't, didn't exercise. It didn't, they were out of shape. That's what I mean. So, I mean, I like to be able to walk, uh, climb up a hill, you know, maybe even run. Uh, um, I mean, I haven't run for a while, but I mean, I would be into it. I, you know, I admire people that are active. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. All right. Uh, chicks with piccolo are also I don't know what that means, uh, but I will uh, take your word for it. One time at band camp, I've hit people with ball bats. Does that constitute a sports fan, <laughs> Father Brian? <laughs> Father Brian's not a sports fan, I take it. Yeah, I uh, actually I haven't watched a Red Sox game all year, uh, uh, but I probably will coming up. I've been following them now that they're doing well in the playoffs. So, uh, okay. I haven't been doing a good job following in the chat room, so I'm just looking up. Uh, Ryan Third said, I have trouble trusting anyone that doesn't eat meat. I read that. The same said Father Brian. Okay, and we discussed the score of the game. Uh, Blunt Ninja, are you saying you're vegan? Uh which is fine. I mean, I have no problem with someone being vegan. I mean, I could date a vegan, and as long as they're not judgy on me, and I'm not going to be judgy on them. You can still go out to a restaurant and find something to eat. You know, uh, a vegan's going to eat uh, whatever they eat. They, I mean, if it's a plate of vegetables with uh, freaking uh, hummus on it, all the power to you. I'll even I'll even uh, ask uh, you, 
if I can have a bite or two, and I'll order my uh, steak and cheese sub loaded with like bacon and uh, <laughs> all kinds of unhealthy stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shadow, I don't know anything about baseball. I'm a Mets fan. Uh, yeah, the Mets had a good year for a part of the year. Then they, uh, I'm a vegan, but I don't judge people. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's fine as long as, I mean, yeah, I don't really judge people in their eating habits as long as they don't judge me but like i said before if you're vegan and gluten-free automatically i'm thinking eating disorder uh, that's uh, uh and a lot of times more times than not i am right i am correct on that one okay uh what am i looking at here Okay. I'm gonna go to my uh my uh my my phone and I'm gonna talk about hilarious stories. Okay. Hilarious dating stories. That is okay. My phone's not working very well, but here I go. Okay, what's the weirdest date you've ever been on? Well, I'll go first. We were going to see a movie and didn't buy tickets in advance and couldn't get two tickets next to each other, so we ended up sitting on opposite sides of the theater. Then the movie ended, and we were like, okay, cool, bye. That is kind of funny, actually. Oh, I have one. Um father brian yeah. yeah father brian you'd butt dialing me we'll see i just sent an invite to father brian he's got an open invitation to call in when he wants yeah he butt dialed me that's okay yeah um oh that's okay yeah you don't have to be sorry that's okay butt dialing is part of being on podbean it's part of being a podcaster on podbean you get butt dialed uh, yeah, I got a dating. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping Father Brian was going to call in with a dating story. That would be cool. I bet Father Brian has some really good dating stories. <laughs> okay. Uh, back in the late 90s, I was working with this young woman. Uh, actually, I ended up living in her and her mom's house. Uh, they, I was in between apartments, and they had a room in this old farmhouse that I ended up renting. Uh, what whatever happened to her? We were pretty good friends. I think she moved to Pennsylvania. But anyway, um, she told me a story about a friend of her mother's. And this was back when dating apps weren't a thing. This was like AOL chat room type of type stuff. She met a guy on a chat room and they started, you know, typing back and forth uh, quite a bit. Then they finally agreed to meet. And she made the mistake of inviting him over to the house, her house. So they're sitting on the couch in the living room, and uh, they're having a conversation. Then he says something a little kind of disturbing, weird, creepy. And she excuses herself for a minute, goes into the other room, and is thinking to herself, okay, oh, my God, this guy's freaking uh, weird, creepy. Uh, how, the hell, uh, how the hell am I going to get rid of him? So she walks back in the living room. He's no longer on the couch, 
but he's sitting on the floor in a uh, crouched position, completely naked and masturbating. Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, that was a pre-dating app online uh, story right there. Creepy, disturbing, weird stuff. All right. Okay. New guy at work was kind of cool, so I invited him to a house party and my co close friends because we all like to drink and play games. We play strip poker or something, and dude literally takes his pants off first and underwear second. Uh, Dick comes out first. We hung out. Shirt still on. Said it was the only way he played because he's no uh, P word. Uh, P blank S S Y word. My friends were confused. I was mortified. I brought this weird ass to a party. We weren't even drunk yet. It was the second game. So anyway, we've been together for five years and got married in July. <laughs> uh, uh, that's, that's a funny story right there. Not really a date, but I invited a guy I liked over for a house party and was really nervous uh, for her, and I got too drunk. I ended up puking my brains out in my bathroom, but thankfully he also drank too much and was right behind me puking in the sink. Anyway, we have two kids now. Interesting. Had a date where this guy promptly told me his political views. I hated him so much, but was too nice just to leave, so I texted a cop friend to come get me out of the date. Cop friend proceeds to fake arrest me in the middle of the restaurant. I have a feeling his version sounds worse. And, oh, they keep coming. All right, here we go. I met a guy on Tinder one time because his dog was cute. And we went to walk around his dog park. He kept sending me snaps of his close-up face with captions like, How cute am I? One through ten. I ignored those. He then proceeded to call me a stuck-up bitch and threatened to kill me. And, oh my God, make my daughter watch me bleed out. I told him off, and then at the end of that, he asked me for $5 back for the cookie he bought me on our one outing. Then he asked if I wanted to see a movie with him. <laughs> wow. I never talked to him again. Oh, my God, it's Jill. Ah, Jill. Yeah, kind of, Father Brian, absolutely. Also, while on the day, he continuously touched my face with a comment about how nice my skin was and how my body was nice for a mom and my hips were perfect for pregnancy. To this day, I think I escaped being a lampshade in his mom's basement by a nose hair. <laughs> that is pretty funny. <laughs> oh, goodness me. Yeah, uh, I can promise you if I ever uh, take you out on a date, ladies, that I'll never comment on the first date about uh, how nice your hips are for childbearing. Uh, 
or how nice your body is for a mom. Uh, I might mention how nice, even if, it would be weird, even if I mentioned how nice your skin complexion was. That's like the fourth date kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. He was going to kill her and wear her skin. Yeah, rounding third. Creepy stuff, man. Uh, all right. She refused to leave a restaurant because it was raining. I offered her my umbrella, but she still said no. I asked, and she confessed it's because she was a mermaid and that if she touched water, her tail would come out. I said I had to go to the bathroom and ditched. Oh, really? I wouldn't have done that. I would have been curious. I'm like, really? Stuff like that amazes me. Like, I mean, how do you know she wasn't a mermaid? I mean, also, I mean, that's, I mean, assuming she was being serious, I mean, that's kind of a level of crazy I appreciate and want to find out more about. I mean, I, I yeah. <laughs> Rounding third. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd want to know too, Father Brian. It's just like, damn. And he ditched her? So you're kind of the asshole in this, right? It's kind of interesting how guys are just considered assholes if a, a girl doesn't want to date them again. And women, uh, guys just uh, say, ah, she's crazy. She's crazy. But, of course, in the story I just read with the, the skin uh, lampshade guy, uh, he, he was certainly crazy. But in this lady who's a mermaid, who knows? She, I, mean, I would want to find out. Darn it. I mean, exactly. Yeah. I was meeting a guy at a bar, and he said his, uh, oh, okay, there's uh, some typos here, so let me do my best on this one. I was meeting a guy at a bar, and he said his friend was there. Date was overly energetic and excited about everything, and he said he loved everything about me. His friend was cuter, funnier, and more chill. Date texted me the next day. I told him I wasn't feeling it, and this happened. Okay, so now she's texting the conversation that they have. I've been thinking about it today, and you were so nice, and it was fun hanging out with you. Unfortunately, I didn't really feel a spark, so I'd hate to waste any more of your time, and I'm sorry. Wish you the best. No worries. Curious, did you feel a connection with Blunk? I'd be happy to share his number with you. Best of luck. Okay, so she texted him uh, that she didn't feel a connection, she said, and he said, no worries. Then he set her up with the friend. Oh, so that's kind of cool. So the guy was kind of cool. See, she was honest, and that guy was like, hey, no big deal. Do you like my friend? That guy's kind of freaking cool. All right. All right. I got to like that. And odds are they can do the dolphin squeak. Yeah, that's right. Going back to the mermaid thing, they can do the dolphin squeak. That's right. Exactly. Yep. Rounding third just said, I bet they had a, or a threesome, he just said, question mark. Well, no, because she's not into him, but she's into the friends. So I don't know if the, the threesome would actually happen. there. Okay. I met this guy's entire family, aunts, uncles, cousins, mom, dad, and sister. And on the first, on the first day at his grandpa's house, who just passed away. He says he wasn't planned, but almost three years later, it's my favorite story to tell. And there's a picture of the two of them together, so they stayed together, so that's kind of sweet. Good. On a blind date, the girl orders Caesar salad and eats it with her hands. 
Tells me she's not big into utensils. After eating, she asks me if I've accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior and invites me to confession. Interesting. So she eats a Caesar salad with her hands and then asks about, yeah. That's typically, a, and I apologize to all the Christians out there, but if on a dating app they say, well, first and foremost, the Lord uh, Jesus is my Savior and is the most important thing, I tend to, and I hesitate, and maybe I'm being a dink here, I tend to be like, eh, we probably aren't going to connect because I'm not that religious. It's as simple as that. And if your faith is so important to you that you mention it, the first line of your of your description of yourself, then it, it's probably it's probably not going to work out. And all the power to you. And there are Christian mingle sites out there. Go on those. Yeah. Uh, for us pagans, we have eHarmony, Match.com, Plenty of Fish, Tinder, right? I had a friend who didn't realize the door wasn't locked when the housekeeper at the hotel entered. The friend stood behind the bathroom door naked, talking to the housekeeper for five minutes. <laughs> You're marrying a pair this month, though. Uh, 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 a pair of uh, mermaids, Father Brian? <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> I wish, he says. <laughs> that would be cool. I totally, I totally become like a justice of the peace, just so I can marry or notary of the public, just so I could, like, do a mermaid wedding. Yeah. Okay, hold on a second. Okay, now I lost my, lost my. Okay, I went on to oh Christians. Okay, yeah, and it's fine. I mean, I have Christian friends and all that. I just don't believe that I would be, uh, that compatible with someone that was was very very religious uh, of any religion for that matter um i had and father brian does multi-denominational weddings and yeah yeah and i would too if i was a minister a preacher notary uh yeah i would too i would too i would do any type of wedding as long as they were not uh people that are full of hate uh you know it's all about love and harmony and blah 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 yeah absolutely i just didn't know that i wouldn't be compatible with someone whose religious faith was the primary factor in their uh, lives i just i know that right off the bat um there was a woman that knew someone i worked with who the someone i worked with thought that we might be compatible she was Jewish. Uh, her first question about me was, well, is he Jewish? I'm not. But obviously that's important to her. And, you know, even if we are compatible in every other way, you know, she knows right off the bat that uh, it's not going to work. I went on a date with this guy. He carried in a gallon of water, and which is kind of weird, but he's, but he was a personal trainer, so I chalked it up to him being a gym rat. Then he told me he doesn't drink tap water and strongly encouraged me not to either. He believed that there is a... Oh, now I can't scroll up. Come on. Yeah, darn it. Right in the middle of something. Let me... Sorry, I'm going to have to refresh my phone here. I want to find out how that story ended. 
da, 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 da. here I go. Now I got to scroll down again. Blah blah blah. Bear with me. All right. Here we go. Scroll too far. There's a chemical in it that turns people gay. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's a chemical in tap water that turns people gay. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Ben said, why do you think there's so many gay people that live here? <laughs> they were, this is in Austin, Texas. <laughs> then he made me watch a 20-minute long Alex Jones video about gay frogs at max volume in public, which caused many people to stare at us. <laughs> now, at that point, you just walk out. I mean, come on. Uh, I got to scroll up because it looks like I missed a good story. Uh, I knew a girl who thought anal was okay because it kept her a virgin. Oh, yeah, I've heard those stories. I've heard those stories, yeah. There's a, if you're into Garfunkel and Oates on YouTube, they do a song called uh, F Me in the Ass for Jesus, which is uh, pretty funny, uh, which kind of alludes to that. Um, and then Lady Me said something. Uh, what was it? I knew a girl that thought if she swallowed, it would help her get pregnant. True story. That's interesting. If she, yeah. Well, now that could be a lengthy discussion that I would love to get into, but it's probably not something that should happen on the Wicked Awesome podcast. But that does. See, things like that have me curious, Lady Me. I will say that. Uh I love those ladies, Garfunkels and uh, Oats Rock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they are funny. They haven't put out videos for a while. I do like that. And she worked at the hospital with me, so she was a nurse. That's interesting. Well, I uh, I knew a nurse who had a nurse friend. True, This is a true story. She had uh, three or four kids. Uh, all of her older kids were girls. And finally, she had a boy. So in the uh, maternity ward at our small little hospital in town, she bragged to all the medical staff that uh, she finally had a boy because they did it doggy style. Uh, she swore that the, the dog style position was how this child was conceived and that was the difference in him being a, a boy versus a girl. Yeah, uh, interesting, interesting. Okay. Uh, that was the best story I read yet about the uh, chemical that makes you gay in drinking water. <laughs> Jeez. I once agreed to meet a lady in a pub for a date. I arrived and she sat with her six kids. I bought them all a drink and politely left shortly after. Well, and actually that, uh, that's kind of a dink thing with me too. If, um, a woman has a lot of uh, kids. Uh, it's like, uh, no, no. I just, I, and mainly it's because if she has kids that are teenagers or adults and they, she has her own life, that type of thing, great. But if she's still raising multiple young, young kids, it's a situation I do not want to get into. Um, and again, that is 
me being a nitpicky dank and I I get that. I get that. Yeah. Um I sat in a fancy restaurant and he hands me a condom with his face on it. Yeah. Uh so that wouldn't be a good thing to do on a first date. Uh yeah. How do you you can get condoms with your face on it? Huh. Interesting. I went on a date with a surgeon that I met through work, and he took me to Wasabi and didn't eat himself, but watched me eat. Then followed my car home with his lights off in the dark, thinking I wouldn't notice. Then texted me asking if I got home safe, yet he saw me get home. Creepy. Creepy. That's almost like call the police type stuff right there. Yeah, it is rapey. It is. That, that is rapey, Father Brian. You're right. That That is creepy. I met this guy on Tinder. We met up at the movie theater. He didn't speak to me the entire time. He paid for my ticket and bought me a bunch of movie snacks. We just watched the movie, and after it was over, he gave me $50 and said, bye-bye. That's weird. You know, I could get into a date like that. If somebody pays for my ticket, bought me a bunch of movie snacks, and watched the movie and gave me 50 bucks afterwards, I I would do that. I would do that. I'd date anyone, uh, male or female, if that's what the date's about. Yeah, I'll do that. Uh, absolutely. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, oh, I'm missing something in the chitty chat room. Let me go to the chitty chat room. Chitty chat room, chitty chat room. You get kind of things in the chitty chat room. Father Brian keeps butt dialing me. Hey, Doss, welcome to the Wicked Awesome Podcast. Uh, hard pass, bad vibes. That's creepy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wicked, wicked bad vibes. Uh, right? Okay. Okay. Oh, where are you calling? Okay. If you want to call in, you can always call in. That's fine. Um, let's see. She wanted to walk to the bars near where I live because it was nice out. By the end of the night, we were both pretty drunk. And it was now a half a, half snow and half sleet snowstorm. But she insisted on walking back to my place anyways. Long story short, I woke up on the bottom of a hill near my apartment with two sprained ankles, phone dead, and had to crawl up the hill wet, freezing, and walk home. Texted her later that day after overcoming my hypothermia. What the hell happened last night? She replied, sorry for pushing you down the hill. I got scared. Oh, man. Oh, goodness me. What a story. I have never online dated in my life, and from these, I'm very glad I haven't. I mean, <laughs> rapey guy and like get shoved down the hill. Wow. Yeah, pretty yeah. crazy stuff. Pretty crazy I, stuff. I, I've never done the online dating thing. It's a, it's, I, I saw rounding side. I'd have some wild stories. Nah, I've never done Tinder, Grinder, no. Uh, nothing, huh? Yeah. No. So uh, I'm old. I'm I'm 48. It was usually uh, other than Rebecca. It was meeting in a bar, and she knew me when she was a little kid and just stalked me. 
I see. I see. I see. I mean, yeah. I, that's not even a joke. That's literally she. She's in here. That's literally what she, she just like. If you ever leave your wife, you're gonna come here and marry me. And what? just what? kept at me until I'm here. Like, no he dated, but it wasn't like yeah, yeah. She's a millennial. I'm 16 years older than her. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, so when did she start did she stalking, start stalking you? you? Uh, what? Probably what? Uh, eight years ago. I was still thoroughly married and living with the well, the woman I'm still married to. Like, I, I just walked out of my wife. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. She won't sign papers. Uh, <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've got, I don't have like really great dating stories, but I've got terrifying act stories. <laughs> Eight to ten years ago, yes, yeah, when um, Rebecca started stalking me, she was just no, we're we're going to be together, and I was, I'm like, no, we're not. <laughs> you're my older kid's age, and you know, and uh, you're my kid's age, and yeah, now here I am. I see. Interesting. Yeah. So your ex hasn't signed. Uh, so you're still married to your no. ex because yes, I papers. am living with Lady Rebecca and little man, still married to somebody else. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Oh, that's interesting how that works. Yeah. And obviously very much in love with Lady Rebecca. And uh, Oh, yeah, totally. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She made me a better person. No no doubt in my mind. That's good. That's good. Yeah. And that's no, what I we should call him because you read any stories in this online dating. I'm kind of glad I missed it. If you know <laughs> what I mean. Uh, it just sounds terrifying. It is. Well, and my situation is like this. It's like I know people. Um, well, I don't want to date anyone that I work with. Uh, I, I know enough now this day and age, you're just setting yourself up for, Oh, that's bad mojo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, work just, dating. That's not a thing anymore. It, it's not a thing anymore. It's just like, no. I, and I, I won't do it. Um, obviously I'm not part of the bar scene because I don't drink. Uh, I would, I would be in that same boat. Right. Right. Yeah, um, the the single women that I know in real life, uh, it's it's kind of an interesting situation. They connect with me on a friendship level, and I kind of get that. I kind of get that. It's just it, it's and then it bogs down on you. Well, it's <laughs> kind of that's where it stays. It, that's where it stays, and it's just like at my age, I kind of get that. I, I kind of get that you make a connection with someone you talk well uh, and then it's just like well that next step uh when we all have our own lives you know because i have my own life i'm happy right to and, and like i'm 48 and I, you're 50 right yeah mm -hmm. so you reach that stage where sexual intimacy is nice but it's it's not the forefront runner in your head you know what i mean Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. it, it's, and it, it seems like it's more complicated, uh, the older you get, uh, to make that. Oh, Lady Me's calling. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, call in if you'd like to Lady Me. Um, uh, and yeah, anyway, um, here she calls in. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what Lady Me has to say about this subject. Da, 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 da. Hi, Lady Me. Hey, how are you? Good, good. Do you have any uh, dating stories to tell us, or would you like to chime in on our conversation? Absolutely not. I was just listening to Father Brian. <laughs> oh, listen to Father Brian. He is interesting to listen to. Yeah, yeah. He, oh. he is, yeah. I didn't mean to call in and take over. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. I, 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 I like it when you do. I just no, wanted I, to know if it was just me or did online dating sound fucking terrifying. I mean that literally. Well, it's just... 
it's going from my experience. It's just um, there's a lot of issues with trust when it comes to that. It's just how, how can you truly trust someone? And it's like not right away that you ask somebody out. You chat. You ask questions. So you don't right. even exchange right. phone numbers, really, because you have an app where you can text. Then you agree to meet in a public place, uh, usually for a walk, maybe just a cup of coffee or, or, or something as well. Oh, yeah, and sure. then that's the perfect way to kind of see once you have met in person, if you want to take it further and that meeting in person, a walk, coffee, what have you, doesn't have to last more than an hour. I mean, you're going to know within a few minutes anyway. Right. Yeah. And, no, exactly. A cup of coffee. You can knock that out in a half an hour and see where it goes from there, I guess maybe. What is this, yeah. Andy Griffith show? <laughs> <laughs> and you know what, though? You know, I do. I do have a story. I ha- I actually have two girlfriends. One of them that she does do online dating all the time. She does. She loves it. She meets. She meets a lot of people on there. She hasn't had any. She's never really had a bad experience about it. But then I have another girlfriend. When I used to work nights, I mean, she was a super hot nurse. She was cute. I mean, she was she was beautiful, and she was on all these different sites. No joke. She had like all these guys, all these different. She was always showing us like the apps when she was on it, and like the guys she would meet. And they were all like busters. They were all jokes every time she'd go out there. And I'm like, why are you spending your time on that? Because she was beautiful. She could just go to a bar and meet someone, but she loved those apps. She was addicted to it. Really, she really was. I so. had a female friend who was kind of into plenty of fish, but uh, here on your show, Brother Wicked, I wouldn't tell her stories because, like, <laughs> I'm with whoever said plenty of fish. That that that's a like down to fuck app. I'm just gonna say, it. oh, it, <laughs> it is. really is. Like, oh, yeah, very it much. Is. So, I mean, yeah, it, was it, it you that said that? Because yeah, it's like it's just a sex app, in my opinion. It it, it pretty much is. Is it, it comes across to me as just incredibly trashy. Actually. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's just yeah, no, it, it was kind of creepy. Yeah, but you know what? Honestly, I think it depends because, like I told you, I have a really close friend, and she's met like some good guys on there that she's actually gone out with for a while. So mm-hmm. I guess it just really depends on how you filter out the people you're seeing, True. or if you're what you're really on there for. If you're really on there just to fuck, then oops, I didn't say that. Sorry. I mean, you know what I mean. That's <laughs> if okay. You're on me, there. I said it. <laughs> yeah, you said it. Lady, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so Everyone if you're on there, just you, I promise. <laughs> So yeah, well, she has. She, she's had a couple of serious relationships coming from there. Yeah, but I, I wonder. I wonder too if uh, if that's what women are looking for. If they're just looking for uh, a hookup, would they come right out and say it on one of these apps? I mean, I've rarely seen it where it's genuine. I always feel like the safest way for women to present themselves is uh, is to put down seeking a relationship. That way, even if they are looking for a hookup, there it kind of eliminates uh, the creeps right off the bat. Does that make okay, sense? Okay, I I got you, but I don't know if this is appropriate. So mark wherever we're at right now, because I don't know about any of that. But I've been at a bar and had a lady go, "I want to take you to the bathroom and do things to you right now that will make you like smell colors." And I literally went to the bathroom with her. I mean, it it happened back in the old days, but I've never done it via app. Sure. Sure. You, yeah. you know what I mean? I mean, it, it, it wasn't often, but it did occur. 
I think it's different nowadays. I think I think girls will go on there just and straight out say what they want. I think I really it's kind of nice that women can admit that they are like lustful and they just they want to not you know they want to they they want to have an intimate meeting and then move the hell on. I, I don't see a problem with that. Yeah, I think it's yeah. great that women have that power now because when we were all younger, it didn't necessarily work that way. I don't think. True, and I and I agree with you wholeheartedly mm-hmm. in the story that you just told was a one-on-one situation in a bar. Uh, yeah. But, but I wonder like on a dating app, when you're throwing yourself out there to potentially, I don't know how th- hundreds, millions, thousands depending of, on the yeah, app. Millions of people. I mean, really? I, I mean, are you going to, uh, to me, it just seems risky. Um, but uh, the female friend that I had that used plenty of fish would take me as a wingman. Like, if she um, was going to meet a gentleman, uh, we would right. go, we would arrive at the place early. I was still drinking at the time. I would post up at the bar. And it's not like we hid the fact that we knew one another or we were together. And then when she was ready to leave, if it was going to go that way, I, you know what I mean? I, I could have just made myself scarce. It never did, actually. But she had a way out and a driver. And a, you know what I mean? She sure. was smart enough to be careful. Right, right, right. Right. Yeah. Because that honestly could turn ugly real quick. Like you're meeting a complete stranger, especially as a woman or whatever. And it could be some big girly freak show, you know, like you said about the one who followed somebody home with their lights off. Right. 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 Well, and that's where it's just, and I think about that when having conversations with women on these apps, uh, when I'm, when I feel like, okay, now's a comfortable time for me to ask if they would like to meet. I mean, I really, really tried to build it up with the idea of trust in mind because it is risky. It is risky. And they they don't know. Uh, They don't know. I could be saying the right things, but they, you know, they don't know. They don't know. And uh, I always appreciate it when they do agree to meet. And if it doesn't work out, you know, it's, I still have this you know belief that they trusted me enough to meet up and i and i'm flattered by that uh, oh no i think our society has moved to that point i mean don't don't you two that like social media we can like stalk each other enough once we're to the dating position that you can get comfortable enough to go meet a, a kind i mean i don't consider you me or you brother wicked to be strangers not by any means Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, You can get comfortable enough with people that meeting them would not be a big deal at all. Sure. 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 Right. And it takes time. It takes time to build that type of trust. Oh, yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. 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 I was kind of worried meeting Wicked, though. He kind of scared me for a second. Oh, yeah. I'm just kidding. Me wearing wearing my cargo shorts, t shirt, and flannel. Yeah. Yeah. Very intimidating. Very intimidating. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> Bullshit. Ryan, third, nobody's stranger than these, nobody's stranger than these two says Ryan. <laughs> that might be fair on my account i'm not gonna lie exactly i am yeah. i am kind of out there <laughs> he is talking about you too right yeah i absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay good okay absolutely. right yeah, yeah oh uh dos actually met his wife on online dating site cool. yeah yeah and uh many people do meet not, the, i mean yeah God. it's not that unusual that people do i mean there's so many dating apps out there and many people aren't into the bar scene. And uh, I mentioned work. It's difficult to date someone at work these days. It's 
uh, you know, you can still meet people through friends, uh, young people meet uh, in college, what have you. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just so many ways to uh, meet people now and online happens to be one of them. And also when you go to a bar and there's a bunch of strangers there, you don't know who's single, who's not, where it's pretty clear on a online dating app uh, that someone is single and they're looking for, uh, they're looking to date someone. But are they really single? They can say they're single online all they want. They can. They can. See, I've right? never I've never had the online dating experience. So, like, is that a thing? Like, is that done? I mean, I, I'm they sure absolutely it is. could, right? So, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they can. Just like someone in person can tell you the same thing, too. Yeah, right? yeah. Pe- people do lie. People do yeah. lie, unfortunately. I'm not going to lie. If I was 30, 20, 20 years younger, 25 maybe, I would be swimming in sex in, in, in this culture. I'm glad I'm old. <laughs> I'm just glad I'm old. When we were all younger, all I'm saying is you, there was a process to dating when we were all kids. I mean, we're all right. of an age here, and okay, that's is, gone now. This is how, okay, this is how dating worked back in high school. Oh, wow, she has a great ass. <laughs> and then you had to go through the rigmarole of getting your buddy rounding third to, like, yeah. mention you to, you know what I mean, right? Exactly, exactly. There was a and whole it, process to dating, like, yeah. And then it's like, and it wasn't that you asked him out on a date. You asked him to be your girlfriend, and you did it through yeah. rounding. And you did right. it through rounding third. And you'd hope that <laughs> rounding third wouldn't uh, try to ask her for himself. You know? Yeah, there was that. There, that did. I was that guy. I did that right. to buddies of mine. I'd ask her for myself. <laughs> I would literally have done that. Yeah, I was that douchebag. Yeah, but I mean, it's it, and now being. You know, right now being 50 years old with two teenage kids, you know, what's interesting is what I've discovered in these dating apps. Uh, Women my own age uh, typically don't respond, but women that actually respond to me first tend to be about six to eight years younger than me. Oh, yeah. Younger women are going to come at you. Yeah, Yeah. that's real. Not dramatic, not dramatically younger, but women like, you know, 42 to 44, those teams. You're single. That will happen. And as your friend, I highly recommend that if a millennial makes a pass at you, brother wicked, don't resist it. Go for it. Give it a shot. I'm telling you. Yeah. There you go. Like not, not. Yeah. I highly recommend it. You highly broaden your horizons. I'm just saying. I see. Don't let, I mean, to a degree, age is a thing. Sure. But. Don't let age get in the way of a connection. Fair enough? Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, you know what I mean? As you Mm -hmm. said, you know, it could be coffee. It could be a meeting at a a cafe and having lunch. Uh, Don't deny yourself a connection. That that would be my theory. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, (laughs) she's got to be able to drink. She's got to be able to drink, yeah. 21 or I'm done. All right, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, she's got to be old enough to get... Yeah, well, then it gets into... Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I do know... That's a little young. I'm not... I, I mean, I, I'm yeah, not... I don't know if I'm young. guessing 21. Yeah, yeah. But, what you know... What we would have in common with a Gen Z as in dating material, I have no clue. Exactly. But it's interesting. I see women in their 20s now, and some that are attractive... You know, you know, physically attractive and pleasant, 
but I look at them typically as I can tell that they're looking at me as just the pleasant old guy, uh, the the pleasant kind of dad type, just old old guy, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's not bad being the the old guy that's not creepy to be around, is it? it exactly. Exactly. It really isn't. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah, uh, I was going to say something now. It kind of slipped my mind. Yeah. What I have discovered too, with these dating apps, if I don't feel the connection romantically, a lot of times I like them enough that I will still contact them every once in a while because, you know, they're good people, you know, uh, my do- friend still has friends from uh, the app plenty of fish like, like I said, when it's a no-go, if they're cool about it, obviously, you know what I mean. Then okay, fine, oh, yeah. But yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I could see making, like I said, connection, you know. Yeah, you make friends that way. It's just because you don't uh, want to pursue them romantically doesn't mean you have to, like, despise that person. And that's part of, the, part of a problem in our culture, too. I still get along with my ex-wife, which is really not the norm. Most people that uh, no, usually endings are bitter and kind of mean, at least on one, if not both sides. Yeah, yeah, and it's sad that it has to be that way. I mean, at one point, yeah, it really. You know, at one point, you love that person. You loved them enough right. to like, uh, you know, commit to them, and it's just build a life with them, share a checking account, that type of stuff. Yeah, uh, exactly. you know, exactly. spend real time, day in and day out. Yeah, right, right. Then it yeah. turns so vile and ugly. Yeah, right. Round and third goes back to the young lady thing, the story that I just told. Maybe she has daddy issues, you lucky bastard. <laughs> well, some of them prob- some of them maybe do, but I'm not I'm not the type that would pursue it enough. You're to... not looking for a one and done either, I don't think. No, right? no, God. You're no. looking I... for a real long term connection, not a hookup. Yeah. No, I I feel even in my twenties, the hookups that I had, I felt I tend to I didn't feel right. The more did they make you feel dirty or like they were hollow? Uh, both. Yeah. I very made... much hit a point where like sex when when it was like that scene, it, it felt hollow and it didn't have a lot of meaning. Yeah, and actually, it made me feel depressed the next day because it's just like, oh, really? <laughs> you know? And, <laughs> I got you. Yeah. 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 So now, yeah, there does have to be an emotional connection there to some degree. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I had one. I remember in my 20s, I got out of a two year relationship, really, really in love with this girl. And it ended. Uh, She ended it. I mean, I thought we were going to get married and I was young, naive and whatever else and didn't think I was going to get over it. And then I had a one month relationship with this young lady who it was just pure sex for one month. And I knew what it was. She knew what it was. She had a boyfriend uh, that was like in the army. I think he was an army. Wow. Go wicked. And it's just like it ended after a month because I became interested in somebody else and there were no hard feelings. We're still friends to this day. Those are the best, aren't they? That was the best when rebound. Everybody knew what you were in it for. It was fine. And when it was over, it was over amicably. It was and over. you're still talking today. Yeah, exactly. That is perfect. I, That's perfect. And I still have dreams about that relationship. <laughs> you know, but right. I don't know if I could ever, ever, ever find that again. <laughs> 
But I have maybe. faith in you. Your cardio is going to be good. You do Zumba. Yeah, there you go. There you go. See, I used to do Zumba, and yep. uh, that is not a uh, a a light workout. You do it, you know what I mean. Uh, oh yeah, you can really, really, really get a workout in doing Zumba. Oh yeah, I think yeah. you do just fine. Uh, uh, thank you. Uh, Rounding third made a joke the other day. I think Lady B was in for this one. He, we we're talking about the plane pole and the ideal person to have on your team. So Rounding third talked about a guy that was on a previous plane pulling team he had that was like six foot, he was like six foot seven, like 300 pounds or something. And then rounding third said, but uh, now he's lost weight. He's lost like a, a hundred pounds, maybe more. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's pretty impressive. And he goes, yeah. And you know how he lost weight by doing Zumba. <laughs> and I believed him. I believed him. And I'm like, really? He goes, no. <laughs> Yeah. Were you there for that yeah. one, Lady B? No, I wasn't there. Oh, there <laughs> it's good Air- cardio. I stand by what I said. Oh, it is. It's great cardio. Makes you sweat like crazy, and I always have a smile on my face afterwards. So it's like there you yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. Rounding third goes. Eric is still laughing. Yeah, Eric. <laughs> Eric heard it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't. Re- I don't remember hearing it. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> funny stuff. All right. Well, uh, I think I'm going to end the show now because I got to get a popcorn snack or something. I'm actually hungry. This show is taking a lot out of me. Popcorn always goodness. a pleasure, Wicked. Thanks for having me. Wait, always yes, a pleasure. Thank you. Always fun. Yeah, I, right. I love it when you both call in and a uh, great show. And uh, to the rest of you, thanks for listening to the Wicked Awesome podcast. Uh, I love you all. And until next time, have a good night, everybody. <laughs>